Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Reality Breach podcast. My name is Sergio. I am the host. Uh, with me today in our first segment, I plan on having multiple segments today, uh, is Jeff Hubbard. How goes it? It goes rather well, Sergio. How goes it for you? Fantastic. Uh, usually, me and you are, are, are sitting talking about Ninja Turtles. Uh, today, we're, we're not going to do that. We're going we're gonna to do that tomorrow when we have our regularly scheduled recording of Shellheads. Uh, today, we're going to talk about what, Jeff? The new Marvel Studios Black Widow film. It's a movie about spiders, Jeff. It is? Yeah. No. Okay, no, no. It's 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 obviously it's bl- the giant no spiders movie. in there, man. Come it's, on. There's, there's not a single fucking spider in that movie. The latest MCU movie, Black Widow, starring the lovely Scarlett Johansson uh, and a, a a cast of characters that, for the most part, is rather new. Yeah. Um. I'm not going to go into the obviously on these. We typically don't go over the story, but 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 we I, I do want to dive into what exactly Black Widow is. So. We established in Endgame that Black Widow is now dead. Yeah. Or for all intents and purposes in the current version of the MCU, Black Widow is dead uh, or I'm sorry, Natasha Romanoff is dead. Uh, she died when Hawkeye threw her off the cliff to get the soul stone. Oh, she didn't, th- he didn't throw her off. She, well, kind of forced herself. Right, right. She, she jumped off for that. That was the most ridiculous scene in all of Endgame. Just, just saying. Yeah. This movie is a, like a solo story for the character, Black Widow, but it's set directly after the events of Captain America, Civil War. Yeah. And before the events of Avengers Infinity War. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it what it does is it kind of bridges the gap there and tells us, you know, what Natasha was doing between those two movies, which we really didn't have any idea. Right. There was no explanation. Like, why is your hair blonde? Except she's trying to go, you know, undercover or, you know, not stand out. Which to me that like that's like a that's a red flag or a yellow flag. Blonde how flag? is that? A, how is that a red flag? She's more noticeable with blonde hair. <sighs> uh, me and Reed had this conversation when when Infinity War came out. He was like, uh, "Why is her hair blonde?" I'm like, "Because women dye their fucking hair, dude. Calm down." He's like, "Her, her hair shouldn't be blonde." I'm like, "Reed, Reed, don't let this ruin the movie for you." It's it's fucking hair. And when we were watching Black Widow, I elbowed him and I was like, hey, bro, this is going to explain why she had blonde hair. So shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> because they were very careful to show the box of blonde hair dye. Yeah. Oh, when, when she was, you know, in hiding. Uh, but th- this story, it, it tells a lot of backstory of where Natasha comes from. We learned a lot of about the red room and, you know, Natasha's backstory in, uh, Avengers age of Ultron, but we didn't, you know, we, we didn't really meet any additional characters in this one. Uh, we find out that there's, uh, you know, currently active or at least at the time 
a, a large army of black widows uh, that that work for who was the bad the, the main guy's name is Drakov. Uh, I believe that is correct. Um, yeah, the, he he has a whole army of of black widows that are kind of infiltrating the entire world, uh, and and he's he's ruling them from this red room that 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 floats in the sky like a like a damn helicarrier, like like it had it had a real Cold War vibe to it. Yeah. Um, we meet uh, a, a character named Yelena Belilov. Belova, I'm really bad with Russian names. Yelena, played by Florence Pugh. I really like Florence Pugh, by the way. She is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, we also meet Melina, uh, played by Rachel Weiss. Oh, yes. Love uh, her so much. And Alexi, slash the Red Guardian, played by David Harbour. Oh, man. It's my dude. Yep, yep, that's a Hopper, Hopper from uh, Stranger Things. Uh, and and we we find out that you know a lot of like really deep backstory about Black Widow, and you know th- how how she was used as you know like the the children of two Russian spies. Those uh, are the Rachel Wise and David Harbor character. Like we we kind of see where all a lot of the damage comes from. Mm-hmm. That she's trying to repair and uh, ha- how she is just kind of used up and spat out by the the, the Black Widow system. Uh, same thing with with y- Yelena, who, when this movie starts, is in that system mm-hmm. until uh, she she gets the, the the magic fairy dust sprinkled into her nose. Uh, but but mm-hmm. but we'll get but, to that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so Jeff. With the groundwork laid, what did you think of this film? Well, this was the – being the first film uh, I saw in theaters since uh, pandemic. Um, I had a freaking blast um, watching it. Um, I really enjoyed it. I, f- I felt that it was definitely a movie that we needed a couple of years ago, more than a couple of years ago. Like it probably should have happened like right after – Civil War, um, but you know you couldn't have gotten the ending that you know that that, that you got or the um, post credit scene as it were. Um, but it felt equal parts like character dive or like you know the the um sorry um you know more character growth like the um the MCU uh, TV series on Disney Plus equal parts action. So it was never slow for too long until, you know, boom, here's another action sequence, but it wasn't like just in your face. It all, to me, it felt the pacing was, was, was rather well done. Um, and of course, you know, you get more espionage and stuff like that, which, you know, I, I, I just, I dig, I dig spy stuff. So, um, it was, it was very, very interesting to kind of dive into her, to her world yeah yeah um and i, I feel like this movie it, you you kind of touched on it two years ago or three years ago this movie would have been way more impactful i don't know if it needed to come out after civil war or not mm-hmm. uh, because I, you know leaving leaving this movie i didn't think oh we're gonna get black widow 2 
I feel like if it came out after Civil War, we would have thought, oh, when does Black Widow 2 come out? Yeah. Only for her character to be killed and then us be like, oh, Black Widow 2 is never going to happen. You know, so I, I'm not really complaining that it came out when it came out. I feel like it does not like it's really getting pummeled creatively mm-hmm. where it's being released. Like had it been released last year on schedule, uh, it wouldn't have to contend with WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, uh, three long form stories being told in the same universe that are arguably more compelling than the story they're telling here. So when I walked in to see the movie, I was excited. I was like, okay, cool. I like Black Widow. I like Scarlett Johansson. But when I walked out, I was like, okay, cool. Whatever, you know, hopefully some of those characters come back, whatever. I like Florence Pugh, you know, but, but, but it didn't really affect me in the way that most MCU movies do. I can totally agree with that. You know, uh, you know, that's a that's a very, very good sense there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm definitely going to watch it again, you know, and and, and there were parts of it that reminded me of uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, like Mm -hmm. the like the, you know, the double crossing and the 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 long form plan that you don't see coming until it's on screen, you know, very Ocean's Eleven-y. Mm hmm. And all of that stuff in quick succession as they were, you know, revealing, oh, actually, she's Black Widow and the other person, sw- they switched faces and shit. Like, that stuff is cool. Yeah. Like, I really like Mission Impossible, so when you pull off your fucking face, I'm, 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 I'm down. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't leave this movie thinking, oh, man, this is a, this is a, an MCU cornerstone. And... I, I want to stop short of saying it was disappointing, you know, like what, what, what do you fucking expect out of a black widow movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but, but I think at its core, it's given us some closure to the black widow or I'm sorry, to the Natasha character. I keep yeah. saying black widow. It's very specifically Natasha. Yeah. Cause black, what, at this point we know it's black widow is a moniker, right? They, 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 they full on left this move. They left the end of this movie open to where Florence Pugh's character could just be the new Black Widow. Yeah. And I, I'm not even sure if Natasha ever referred to herself as Black Widow during the entire run of the MCU. Hmm. That's I a think good it was, question. I think it was all just implied. And, of course, she had the little Black Widow, Black Widow logo on her, her belt. But other than yeah. that, she's just super spy Natasha Romanoff from Russia. Yeah, it's been almost since I've watched you know, all of those. Um, but I, I don't recall them, you know, mentioning Black Widow. Yeah. Um, it, it gave us closure on her. It, it introduced some fun new characters. Like, I really like Red Guardian a lot. Man, I want to see more of him. <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk about David Harbour. So, so David Harbour is an American dude, right? Mm-hmm. Uh. And this entire movie, he had a Russian accent, like a thick, sometimes hard to understand Russian accent. Yeah. So impressive. Very. Um, 
I, I don't know if if that character has legs um, going forward. Like, what do you, what exactly do you do with him? You think maybe he shows up in a in in a TV show like a Black Widow TV show? Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with Rachel Vice's character. Like yeah. they both survived, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. All the good guys survived. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I can see his shtick getting old. Like, if you were to just roll the Red Guardian into the Avengers, which I don't see that ever happening, I could just see him being obnoxious. Uh, I mean, you know, he's he's a fantastic character actor. Um, he is. Oh, absolutely. And they could they could space it out. You know, it's you know, I, prior to this film, I was not familiar with you know some of these characters as you know because I don't I don't jump all into the comics. Um, again, not that I have anything against them. I just I'm more of a visual guy. Tell me why you hate comics, Jeff. I don't hate comics. Um, I'll read them. You know, I just got to get the trades or whatever. But it's just like it's never really been super my thing. You know, because I, I was always I was the the you know the TV kid, movie kid. You know, he he just he he played just you know he was totally hammy, um, which was great. <laughs> um, and seeing a different take on a super soldier, you know, besides, you know, Cap was was really was uh, rather refreshing. They they did a really good job of uh, treating his super soldier like the. How do I put this? In communist Russia, when you have a super soldier and you're done with him, you just throw him in jail. Yeah. Like that's what you do. Um, he may be a national hero. It doesn't matter. No one knows his name. Throw him in jail. Or no, everyone knows his name because there's you know action figures. But throw him in jail. We're done with him. The state completely shuts up about him. There's no the, – the PR goes dark. We don't need him anymore. And and that's a very stark contrast to no no pun intended uh, a stark contrast to how America treated their super soldier you know he yeah. he you know he's quote unquote died in World War II but we continued to celebrate him long after his death and when he returned oh my God he's back you know Captain America oh wow you know so. In in com- basically in communist Russia, no one th- the only hero that there is allowed to be in a communist state, or at least the fictionalized version of communist communism, is the state itself. Mm-hmm. You know, Mother Russia is your hero. Yeah. And as soon as we create a, a person or a character that is uh, seems to have more might than the Russian government, we have to squash him and throw him in jail. And 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 this is a really good resurgence, or or just it's 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 like a, a receipt of the communism. It's like, oh, by the way, this is one of those things. And it, it was really cool seeing bits of what how you would expect it to to happen in real life mixed into the uh, the story here. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Florence Pugh, uh, which is Yelena Bello Belova Belova Belova. I I suck at this so bad. Uh, That's fine. That's fine. Not everybody can pronounce stuff, uh, but so it's important that you try. That's right. That's right. Uh, so I'd seen Florence Pugh in a few things, and she is a great actress. Uh, th- like that. That goes without saying. 
she kind of stole the movie. She kind of did. Like halfway through the movie, I realized that they were spending almost as much time with her character as they were with Natasha. Yeah, because they were setting up them sequels. Like sequels or TV shows or just she's going to be the new ensemble character. Yeah. Uh, like they're really putting her in a position to springboard into the next MCU phase. And I really like it. Like it's, it's, you can, the dismissive way to put it is, Oh, well, she's just going to be the next black widow. Yeah. That's very dismissive and it's wrong. Like if you watch the movie, she is very spunky. Mm -hmm. She brings a youthful like banter uh, a sarcasm, a again, a, a spark to the, the, the like the Black Widow espionage that Natasha's character hasn't had in a long time. I don't know if she even really ever had it. Um, like because Natasha's character has always been written, at least in the MCU, as this broken human being. Yeah. You know, she's broken. She's been used by two different governments. She is extremely talented, but she's cold and calculating, and you don't get much emotion from her. And Yelena's character is is a, is a much more – it's – she's – I don't want to use the word fluffy, but she's just more – there's more uh, youthful spunk to her. I would say yes, and then also using humor to hide pain. Yes, yeah. Well, obviously, she, st- yeah. she does have a lot of that pain, yeah. but the pain that she went through, she started at a younger age, so right. it's all she knew, so mm-hmm. it's not as painful as, you know, learning it later. It's always harder when – or it's easier for children to adapt into terrible situations the younger it happens. Yeah. And – she played the she played the part extremely well. So what else you got to say about Yelena's character? She, she had some of the she had some of the best freaking lines in the movie. Um, like when they were breaking out, uh, was it Alexi? Mm-hmm. Um, out of prison, and they were shooting at the helicopter because she, she was piloting it. She was like, "I've had enough of this," and got a rocket launcher, blew up the uh, the guard tower. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, well, you're in the, you're in the mountains, uh, and there just happens to be snow, <laughs> avalanche, and it's all coming down. She's like, that would be a cool way to die. And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like that's hilarious. <laughs> and then what? her making fun of um, of Natasha for doing, it's like, you pose. She's like, what? Oh yeah, your superhero pose. Yeah. Yeah, you, you pose. Yes, you like pulling a Deadpool thing. Is like, you know, you're posing. You're a poser. It's because people, you know, they, oh, they're looking at me. And that was like a very sister thing. Oh, yeah. Know? And I was, I really, really dug that. Yeah. And then yeah. she poses. She's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh gross. <laughs> so great. Uh, like, I really liked, like, the whole family dynamic of the four characters. Yeah. I, my problem is it was only three years right it was it three years or six years between when they were kids and adults no no like they were only 
a fake family for like three years. Oh, yeah, about three years, yeah, yeah. And I don't think that's long enough to really earn the dynamic that they were trying to pull off. Yeah, I'll give you that. Like three years is nothing. No. Now, had it been like six or ten, then I could be like, okay, there may be some actual like familial uh, energy there. I would have bought that more. Yeah, yeah. But the way they played it up was fun. It was fun, uh, and, and considering the the story they were telling, they did need a lot of fun. They needed fun to balance out how absolutely tragic this whole story is. It's because the, the, the story is basically about human trafficking. Yeah. And this this you know this this overlord character who just is using women up like as if they're you know a, a magazine full of bullets he looked like uh harvey weinstein <laughs> that might have been on purpose yeah uh but yeah like it's 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 an inherently super sad story mm-hmm. so any any injection of humor they could put into it was was welcome um, yeah and it wasn't forced humor well a little some of it was mm-hmm. Some of it was, but it was it was welcome nonetheless. Yeah. Um, what else you got? Um, well, this is the first time we see Taskmaster. Yeah, I I was not pleased with this iteration. It, yeah. <laughs> like uh, played by Olga, Olga Kirilenko, Kirilenko, yeah. and Kirilenko. It's, it's, it's it's not a knock against her. It's just like, wait, what? Like one of the biggest bads in in Marvel. You know, I mean, he's been around. He's gone up against Spider Man, Deadpool, X Men. Well, I wouldn't call him one of the biggest bads. Well, I mean, he's a he's definitely okay. He's he's third tier at best, but he's pretty prominent. Like this guy knows everybody's moves, so it makes it damn near impossible to beat he, him. He, he gets around, but you don't you don't write a whole movie, but you know around a Taskmaster. Yeah, you don't you don't even write a whole story behind Taskmaster. He's just kind of a a, a pest in the background that you have to beat. Yeah, um, cheating using technology, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. I didn't li- I didn't like Taskmaster Taskmaster at all. I didn't like this iteration. Uh, it it doesn't character. make any sense to me. Um, I knew that it was going to be a woman. I don't know how I knew that. It, it, I I was just uh, it, it was just one of those intuitions. Like that's probably a chick. Is was my thought. Yeah. And then when it was, I was I was very pleased that I'm you know smart. Right. Um. I mean the scenes that you know with him in it were good and you were kind of like it was very terminator-esque yeah or, or maybe yeah. Uh, maybe terminator slash predator yeah, or no, predator predator is a better analogy because you know he hunting you yeah um, yeah and uh but you know but, but that's the thing like if, if taskmaster master's like thing is he copies your moves he learns your moves and can du- duplicate them like they did a really bad job of yeah. Of t- t- like putting that on screen, yeah, 
Um, the action sequences with Taskmaster were cool. Yes. But the action sequences are always cool. It's the MCU. You, you know, you gotta come. You gotta come at me with something a bit better than cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and and I just don't. I just don't feel like they like. Taskmaster ended up ended up obviously being uh, the, the the big bad's not dead daughter because mm-hmm. no one ever dies in the MCU apparently. Um, and I, I've all of it just seemed very tacky. And I feel like if if they just it felt a little forced. If you remove Taskmaster from the story, all you all you're missing out on is action sequences. You're not missing out on any actual good story yeah you know because let's say the big bad's daughter actually dies in the fire or in the explosion that's probably a better story than i kept her alive and turned her into a terminator right you know and sure again the action sequences are cool but if that's all you're getting out of the inclusion of a character then your your movie may be bare bones, and that's not cool. Yeah, I would say that Taskmaster is probably the the film's biggest misstep or misuse of a of a of yeah. a Marvel character. And I do I do need to go out go out of my way and say it's not it's not a misuse because it's a chick. Correct. It's a misuse because it's poorly written. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh. What what else? What else do we have? Uh. Because because this is only the first segment. I get to talk about I get to talk about this movie a bit more. But you this is your these are your final. Your 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 final uh, Hail Mary here. My final Hail Mary. Well, it was it was really great to get back into a theater and see a movie uh, after what a year and a half. Because the last one I saw was Sonic the Hedgehog. I was like going out on a high note. (laughs) Um. Um, but it was just good to see a Marvel movie again, you know, like I'd been, you know, watching the MCU, you know, TV series and just, you know, getting to see, you know, some good big budget action on the big screen, you know, overall really enjoyable film, you know, it's a few missteps here and there. Um, the, uh, get the return of the post credit scenes. Yeah. This one was weak. It was a bit weak. It was, it was weak. It was a the uh, the tie in to uh, uh, another Disney Plus show. Mm-hmm. Tie into the Hawkeye show. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least that's what the assumption is. Yeah. Um. But any any time Julia Louise Dreyfus shows up as uh, what was it Valentine Allegra? You know, I can't remember the whole name. I don't know. I don't like that character. She's only been on screen like three times, and I already hate her. She she brings it though. She, she brings it. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I don't. And it, I don't think it has anything to do with Julia Louis Dreyfus. Like she's fine. She is wonderful. But I think she's 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 been tasked with doing something that is impossible, and that is making me like hate that character. And I just hate hate that character. I don't see. I know we're building towards something probably bigger, um, but I didn't expect her to show up. Valentine Allegra de Fontaine. Sorry. Oh, I can yeah. Or is it Madame Hydra? Because we didn't get a lot of that. 
We need a lot of Hydra goodness. Well, yeah. Hydra was a thing for so long. Like, I'm I'm fine with there being a big break in in Hydra. <laughs> but of course, you know, the, the currently the head's cut off. It's coming back bigger than ever. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, what's so? What's what's the next? Um. Marvel movie? Is it um Spider Man? Nope. Shang Chi? Shang Oh man, I'm pumped for that. Yeah, yeah. That Looks comes out in October. Oh yeah. It's 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 sooner than I than than I realized. Yeah. The uh looks to be the the proper introduction of the Mandarin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, Shang Chi and then Eternals and then Spider-Man No Way Home. Yep. Next year will be Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, Thor Love and Thunder, and Which should be Bonkers. Yeah, and supposedly Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Mhm. In July and then The Marvels. Yeah. Which I'm stoked about The Marvels. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> three different characters in the Marvels means that there's less screen time for Captain Marvel. Yeah. That's, uh, I didn't enjoy Captain Marvel. Not, not again, not because of the female characters, just because it was not very well written. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like you, especially if you compare it to, uh, to the first Wonder Woman film, that origin was had more impact than Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah. I just want, I just want, you know, they can, they can tighten up the writing. Okay. Well, well, that, that's, that's our time, Jeff. Yeah. Um. Now we're gonna kick it to, I think Reed, maybe someone else. I don't know. But uh, is there any who what who were? What do you want to plug before I let you go? I would like to plug uh the Warp Zone Arcade. Uh, as we are now reopened, um, we had our first reopening uh, last week. Uh, we now have weekly Super Smash Brothers tournaments hosted by the uh, the awesome uh, Mississippi Smash Group. Uh, they'll be coming out every single week to do tournaments, uh, which is fantastic. Um, and of course, you can also check us out, uh, Sergio and I, on the Shellheads, a TMNT podcast. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. You should do the the thing with the uh, the editing of that. No, no, that's no. that's not going to happen. Nope, 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 oh, nope. Shame. Well, uh, stick around. Uh, we got more content coming. Let's take a break. Great job, team. Head back to base for debriefing and cocktails. Hey everybody, it's Sergio from Reality Breached. Our team is excited to share with you our newest podcast limited series, Debriefing and Cocktails, our official 007 podcast. From tropes to theme songs, we break down every single James Bond film, culminating with the long-awaited new movie, No Time to Die. Subscribe to Debriefing and Cocktails today via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite podcast player. Visit realitybreached.com for more details. Three, two, one. Hey, Pause. everybody. What? God damn it. <laughs> what, what do you want, Reed? Oh, <laughs> um, not to turn 40 just yet. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the second segment 
of our Black Widow podcast extravaganza. Uh, mm. I, I've got I've got two of my best buds here on the line with me. Uh, also, uh, I like that. What? Esteemed colleagues. Oh, it's, yes, esteemed colleagues. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to to uh, insult you by calling you my friends. Didn't I? I actually prefer it. Thanks. Oh, oh. Uh, I've got. I'm not reading. I'm not living with a tumor. It's not a tumor. <laughs> I've got Alden Kirkland of the Dead Scene Kids podcast and Reed Walker of <clears throat> Deep Breathing and Cocktails here to talk about Black Widow. And I've already done a lot of talking. Uh, yeah. I, I want to hear these two esteemed gentlemen uh, discuss. Yeah, me to talk to Reed. Yes, yeah, to, to, to discuss most, this this espionage thriller. This is the so, most difficult conversation I'm going to have in my entire life. Who wants to go first? So long as you know me, it can always get worse. Um, I uh, I, I'll go first. I went oh. into this film not giving seven fucks. <laughs> <laughs> like I just, I did not care. <laughs> I did not care. At all, um, honestly, you could have given me the post credit, and then I'd have been like, "All right, sick." Um, <laughs> Thunderbolts, <laughs> Thunderbolts, <laughs> Thunderbolts to go. Like, <laughs> I was fine. Um, I like, I th- I think this might be the first time. Like, you you guys hear me say I liked it, but who gives a fuck? Like, <laughs> just <laughs> I just. <sighs> Scarlett Johansson is just like, thanks. Everybody else has a Russian accent and you don't. How? I don't get it. Um, <laughs> um, I, I have a theory on that, but you keep going. Um, <laughs> I'll bring it up later. Let, let, let's see. I'm pulling on my IMDb here. You know, you guys know I have to pull this up, because, and I don't know why I did it. David Harbour. Um, yes. David Harbour. Stick to Stranger Things. Um, I just I I did not care for uh how did how did Yvonne say it uh what did she call them she called them not uh something else I I just I didn't care for him uh as his character I can't think of whatever the it red, is the Red been. Guardian the Red, red Guardian, Guardian. I di- uh, I didn't I didn't care for Red Guardian now Alexi was uh, was hilarious like him as Alexi and like being Alexi, but like him being as Red Guardian, like I don't care. Um, Are they not the same character? It is the same character, but like when he starts putting the suit on and he's like, like starts talking about him being a Red Guardian, like at that mm-hmm. point, I just don't fucking care. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I didn't care. Um, Melina, like I didn't care. Um, like, yeah, I just, I just didn't. But like, Yelena. Like, yes. <laughs> like, she saved the film for me. Like, it was the reason that I liked it was Yelena. <laughs> she was fantastic. Um, Like, moments when she's when when she's in a helicopter and she's talking about she looks at the avalanche. She goes, this would be a cool place to die. <laughs> like, yeah. I thought that was great. Um, yeah, that was a good now, now, there are parts there are parts that I did like about the film um as a whole but like as far as it's like the story i just didn't i just didn't care about the story at all um like parts i didn't like about it was 
you could tell that this was a female director um in the sense of like how and and i don't want to i don't want to be like misogynistic here at all i promise i'm not um by saying like you could feel like the emotion in the film especially like like the family ties like i could it was basically um for me if i was to watch like a sitcom if black widow had a sitcom so like you had like the family aspect like especially like when they're at the table and they see Melina for the first time after they've grown up and they're all sitting at the table and Alexi is like sitting at the head of the table and he's talking about all these pastimes and then the two girls are like oh I don't want to fucking hear this anymore I'm tired of this and then Melina's like putting food on each person's plate and then Yelena turns around folds her arm and goes I don't want food and like they just start arguing and bickering and I thought that was kind of cool and like uh like um Natasha and Yelena's like relationship with each other and like how they go and do all of the sister things um so for instance they did um when they first saw each other they fought after they fought they they bickered um then they talked about their parents and how much they hate them and all the weird things that they did and then they talked about clothes and like the the only thing they didn't talk about is boys like it was great like that part that part of the movie was funny to me like i really love the family aspect like really fucked up family aspect of it i love that part but as far as the story like dude give me elena give me the post credit natasha uh r.i.p dog appreciate the work that you did um i think you got a bigger role than you were supposed to um like mockingbird i appreciate like (laughs) like bring mockingbird in that's what i want which one's who is mockingbird mockingbird was a was also like so if black widow is uh nick fury's right hand like mockingbird was like his left um, oh, but she, okay. She and she's not in this movie though, or anything. She's You're not in this. That? She's not okay. in this film. They they ruined they ruined her and like saved her for Agents of Shield and then like killed off our character after the first season, which she was fantastic. Like, oh, uh, okay, I got yeah. you. I, sorry, I thought there was some implication. I know just enough who she is. I thought there was some implication of something like she's in this movie or something. No, no. Uh, I I would prefer to have more of Mockingbird than. Oh, okay. I got Yeah. So yeah, this might be Ooh. the first the first movie that you guys hear me say. Eh. <laughs> and and you and you know like I kind of echo that. You know I, I enjoyed it. I was entertained. The I enjoyed time. it and I was entertained. Uh, but yeah, what I, what is eh to both of you though? We're like five out of ten. Sorry to interrupt you. I'm sorry. Yeah. One it, out of exactly. ten. Is five, it five out of ten. Okay. Five out of ten. Yeah. Yeah. Is that so same for you all. Okay. Yeah, I'd, I'd give it five out of ten. Sorry. Yeah. Well, like, sorry. I, I, the, neither of you are going to agree with this, but I am going to say it. It. I had some real uh, Rogue One vibes from this because the entire time I'm watching, I'm like, why does any of this matter? I, I mean, I. I know enough of your feelings on Rogue One, so I mean, I can I can see what you're saying with that. Oh. This yeah, is no, I one. I get that part. I mean, why, why, but, why do any of these characters matter? You know, except in this case, they all lived and we could see them again. But you, there there was a lot of new characters in this. There was a lot of new characters. Do you think that feeling comes from you just because of its placement in the time in the chronology? Um, I, I 
I I might I might speak on behalf of on Sergio with this. It's like <laughs> it's not the placement of it. It's just the fact of like why'd you wait so long to put this out? Like if you would have put this out right after Civil War, or and, like and that is what I mean. Right yeah. before going, it, yeah. right before it, like this would have mm-hmm. been. I would have given it a seven at that point. Like, <laughs> and and that so that is what I mean. Like if this movie were actually in its chrono- chronological spot in the releases, like it came after Civil War, would you? So you'd have it a seven if it was. I'd give it a seven. I'd give it a seven instead of a five because at this point it's like, okay, now we like now we get to see more of the Red Room and but like mm-hmm. the Red Room is dead to us now because it fell down on that planet. Yeah. What you mean, Earth? That plant, <laughs> the planet she decided to like sacrifice herself for for the stone, the soul stone. Like, oh okay. That's that's the red room is also down there with her. Okay. <laughs> like, I, I don't think the movie would have been better. Like, I, I like, but I think received better. Let's say that. Maybe I, that I don't even. Better. I don't even think the the, the I think the chronology would have changed my opinion on her death in Endgame. Mm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I, I feel like I I would probably had more of an emotional response to her death there, mm-hmm. just because I know more about the character and having seen this movie and enjoyed this movie and actually wondered, hey, where, what where are they going with this story? Where are they going with this red room stuff? Only to have her be killed in Endgame, it would mean more. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that makes this movie better. Okay. You know, uh, I, what was, I yeah I I get it yeah I totally get that too. Yeah, uh, Reed, what's what, we haven't heard from you very much. What where do you stand on this film? I so generally speaking, trying to be objective about it, I think this movie's about a six, somewhere in there. It's it's fun. It's entertaining. It it's very okay. Uh, I I, I personally like it a little more than that. Because I do like the Black Widow character. I think she got shortchanged throughout the series. And I do like Scarlett Johansson's performance generally in it as the character. But again, I think she got shortchanged in terms of... And maybe that's just the consequence of a dozen of whatever characters. So it's hard. Or maybe they should have put just a tinge more focus on her instead of somebody else. But this movie to me kind of... Uh, I'm going to use this real broadly, but it kind of linchpins the the remaining story for her after following this movie, Infin- her place in Infinity War, her place in Endgame. Because, and this is definitely the nerdy thing to say, like it's cool to see that she was on the run and to see that she goes and gets with Cap, but you can kind of feel that in yourself. So that's why she comes back blonde-headed in Infinity War. Ah. But the end, end game is really where it shines for this movie to matter to me is you get to see this transition of the kind of character that she is, that she's trying to get away. So at the beginning of the movie, she's trying to get away from her past, trying to move on, trying to escape. And by the end of the movie, she's learned an idea of what family is and probably allows her to have a different perspective on the Avengers and grow to see them as a family. And so that kind of explains her emotions more than just the movie it said in Endgame. Because to me personally, her whole death in Endgame at the, or, or, yeah, at Endgame is, I love that scene. 
that's one of the most emotional moments to me uh, with her her death for the and I'm saying in game is it Infinity War I feel dumb right now no it's in game no it's it is in game okay yeah, she passes it in game okay that whole scene between her and Hawkeye and her dying for the soul gem for him in his place that's a really really powerful scene and concept to me that whole all of that and this movie helps contextualize her getting to that point like mm-hmm. yeah you can yeah. just kind of say that it happened and oh okay she got there she cares about her family now yay but we as the audience never saw why she did it just she just did and this movie yeah. lets you see why and, and i personally appreciate that now although the like peripheral stuff like you're talking about like the red room and the everything else like that's all fine it's fine whatever movies need plots there you go it, it it's it works so so the better part of the movie to me like you were kind of saying all the the family stuff the family dynamics all of that was the good stuff to me for the movie and it is nice to see her bounce off of these other characters who have a different relationship with her and she with them where she's kind of could be seen as a leader or a peer to people in the avengers She's not as much of a peer to each of the each of her family members, right? She's right. peer with the sister enough, or could be, but not the parents. So it's I I don't know. It it's a little messy. It doesn't get as far as I'd like it to go in the emotional stuff, but I I just really like it and I think it fits well for her character, her whole arc as a character, and we kind of needed this or something akin to it. I I would stop short of saying we needed it. It's like it does kind of put a bow on her whole whole experience. Yeah, it, de- it definitely like like you said that scene. Like it makes it that makes that scene much more heartfelt, especially for her to give herself up for Clint, knowing mm-hmm. that Clint, you know, her family is so dis like distant, and you know we don't know what happened with her family in the snap. Like we don't know what happened in the or the blip. We don't right. know what happened. Yeah. Um, but we knew that. Like Clint had his family back. Mm-hmm. Um, we knew that Clint would get his family back, and um, Clint was very much like her brother. Um, and so, like, for this movie to go and you know explain family to her, she's yeah. like, okay, well, I need to sacrifice myself so he can have his family. So right. I yeah, exactly. I agree with yeah. I agree with you on that part. But it's like like I said, it's just. Uh, it's just uh, you know um (laughs) it's just a lot of stories to tell overall and i mean across all the characters and all of mcu frankly i think hawkeye and black widow should have had movies and and i say that they could have had them together for the record whatever they should have had a little more attention but they're just these peripheral support characters kind of the same thing with hulk he's but he kind of gets thor ragnarok right somewhat as a movie for him yeah, but you know, so it's it's just unfortunate, and it's it's just a me thing. I and and I just enjoy her her overall arc. I honestly think that that Clint should have been in this film. I don't understand why Clint wasn't in this film. Um, sure. Well, because, well, okay. The reason part was because he was in. Oh, uh, he's in prison. Yeah, he was in the raft. Yeah, yeah. He's in prison. Um. Yeah, because they hadn't but, broken him out till later. But there's like there's like parts in the film where I'm like, oh, especially like when they talk about Budapest. Yeah. And like we we hear so much about Budapest and like all the films. And then the way that they portray Budapest is like, 
not the way they portray Budapest. <laughs> like, or even if they were to do like a clip where Clint is in like that that scene where they talk about whenever she kills, uh, or quote unquote kills her do- like his daughter, like mm-hmm. maybe Clint should have been in that scene, but right, yeah, but he wasn't. <laughs> they they could have just not had that that fight between her and Yelena or something, right? Let it be a short conversation, right? And they could have made a ten five ten minute flashback with Clint and her being an action scene, or something maybe. I, yeah, I do think you have that, to pay Jeremy been, Renner. I, I mean, come on, it's fuck, it's MCU, they're fine. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he he's on contract, like yeah, I he's mean, fine. I, I'm fine. to the point where like MCU is very much like RuPaul's Drag Race, and if you guys don't know, I'm about to tell you. So RuPaul's Drag Race has like a really like extreme contract to the point that a lot of us think that if RuPaul calls you and you don't answer the phone. She's gonna send a phone to you for you to answer it. <laughs> and you better fucking answer it. And so like it just seems like that MCU is kind of the same way. It's like, hey, we need Jeremy Renner for like ten minutes. Send him to you know Tokyo. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's we need we need Jeremy Renner for ten minutes. Send him to the nearest green screen. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Even more. Like it's it's it it's, it it could have been that easy. It could have been that easy. Yeah. I mean, so we watched. Uh, the 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 zombie movie, uh, that was on like the Las Vegas zombie movie that's on Netflix. What is the name of that film? If you didn't qualify that the way you just did, I was about to hit you with. Please be more vague. Um, I can't I can't think. It's a Netflix <laughs> film with, like with War of the Undead or whatever. No, it's the it's the one with um, the wrestler that's in Guardians of the Galaxy that I can't think of. Batista yeah, Ar- Army Batista. Army of the Dead. Army of the Dead, something like that. Okay, so there. They they did an entire woman in green screen. Oh yeah, I like heard they, about this. <laughs> like they, the the woman on the that woman that was supposed to be like the pilot for the helicopter, like she was nothing but green screen, <laughs> and they got away with it. Yeah, because they because they were removing an actor from exactly. the production, and and <laughs> she never even met her co-stars. They just. Everything? Fucking filmed everything green screen. Jeremy Renner. <laughs> I, I honestly think you could have had had gotten a similar. It'd probably be a different story all in all, but you could have had this movie set further in the past, and it just be the Buda, Budapest story. Yeah, that would have been fine too. <clears throat> that would have been fine too. But you had to talk about the red room and bring the red room down, and by bringing the red room down, you also brought down taskmaster not not that i'm not against not that i don't kind of want that storyline but like why do you need to bring the red room down before in game or or even a cup a little time after it like the red room doesn't fucking matter yeah at least it doesn't matter at the moment yeah (laughs) well like the the red room was introduced with like the black a widow, Widow. Yeah. sure, yeah. So, if you, uh, so if you kill yeah. off Black Widow and don't deal with the Red Room, it's it's not a dangling plot thread. But if you ultimately get back to it five or ten years later, it's going to feel like why didn't you do this when Natasha was alive? You know, I mean, she clearly thought the Red Room was gone or something, though, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, she thought she had destroyed it. Yeah, there you go right there with Budapest like Red Room's done right there. Yeah, that's right. 
or theoretically done right like yeah. the the yeah. the architect of it is dead so you would assume it falls it's easy to assume for the audience that it falls apart yeah. Well, we we wouldn't have got Yelena and we wouldn't have got Yelena in the Thunderbolt we wouldn't have gotten Yelena the way we did we still could have yeah. gotten her though yeah. for sure but uh, I do want to say this to Alden to your point about Taskmaster what a motherfucking fuck up yep God yeah. damn it! Like, Why you just you... you took every part of skill that Taskmaster was, and like I would have been okay with it being his daughter, but like you took every part that was very great about Taskmaster. Like he was this human that could just watch your fucking moves and be like, I could do that shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, like they did just... took that away. Oh, they Wolverine origin Deadpool his ass. Yep. Oh, I'm not even. I'm not even straight up mad that it's a chick or anything like that. Just why are you twisting this character? She she doesn't talk. She has no personality, which Taskmaster definitely has these things. And he's just this perfect mimic character shit, and he does this badass shit. Yep. Like, why is this bitch just fucking mute? Stop. They did, they did why why have, is it his daughter? There's no reason for them to, to screw Taskmaster the way they did. Really? And he looked too fucking cool for them to screw over. He did. He. I, I don't know about oh, too cool. She did. He, Sorry. He she looked too cool. She, she right. looked too cool for she her to be so cool. fucked up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. She okay. I'm going to stop you there. No. No, she didn't. You don't think Taskmaster looked no. cool? No. No. Everything about Taskmaster in this movie was a fucking tragedy. That's because <laughs> they fucked her up. Or him, like, whatever. The costume looked like something out of a damn network television show. Like, the, the fact that the ta- Taskmaster didn't talk that like until yes. the end of the film. It's a real stupid idea anyway. Like Taskmaster as a character is a dumb idea. And there there just is there's a way to do it in film and it'd be compelling. But they did not do any of it. Any of it. Yeah, that's what we're saying. I think Taskmaster could have easily been like... I mean, I know we're fighting like big things now. But like, I think he could have been like... A Captain America, a Captain America yeah. villain, and like had like kind of like the Civil War, and have a bunch of fucking people try and fight him because, dude, when he fought Red Guardian and he pulled out those claws, and I was like, oh. That's fucking Black Panther. Like <laughs> when he like all the stuff that that she did, and I was like, oh, that's Clint, or like that's Natasha. That's yeah. That's the yeah, way. That's like cool. I'm watch I'm watching the way that this like Taskmaster is fighting, and I'm like, I know these characters, and I think this could have easily like Taskmaster could have easily been like a Civil War character, like the sure. way that they did Civil War, and just have a bunch of fucking like Iron Man and like all those people in it. And I think it would have been a great. A great way to put Taskmaster in it. Could but I? I, yeah. I think I think we just kind of ruined it. I mean, yeah, they they def they could just as well bring him back later, or her, whatever. I don't care. Sorry, it's she definitely didn't forget that shit. So and yeah. and you know what? I'm I'm fine if they never do that. Like, yeah, I'm okay with I'm okay if they don't do it. Like, just yeah. leave leave it where it's at. Thanks. Right. <laughs> thanks. <Yeah. laughs> no, thanks. And and me too, for the record. Like I'm cool with them never bringing the character back, but I am n- I'm not gonna give them a pass because they fuck up the character in this. this <laughs> no, no, not at all. This this soulless, mute, no motivation fucking character who's just a zombie, some bullshit. Like that's such a bad antagonist. It's a, cop out. To have. It's a really yeah. it's a cop out. 
Yeah, that's that's it's a, a cop out to to yeah. give to give character like development and like storyline. Like it's just a e- it's an easy cop out to just say make it mute. Yeah, and that <laughs> character actually has something for it, right? His daughter. Yeah. He could have been telling her and feeding her bullshit the whole time that Natasha Romanoff did this to you, the Black Widow did this to you, and like she have a genuine manufactured hate for that character, and that really be something and she be like a dark mirror of uh of natasha in some way right because she's the worst product of the red room what the I red agree. room can make you all that kind of stuff like ah, uh, all of these things are more interesting than what they did and yeah absolutely I, absolutely I, I, like I, I said this in the first half and i don't like repeating myself but the only reason taskmaster is in this movie is to manufacture action sequences sure yeah, that's you're right. That's yeah. it. I, I'm with that. And honestly, if they're going to do it that way and the character not be shit, I would rather see the character removed and all these things be filled in with either Clint Barton or they be more emotional scenes, right? They're more uh, relate, not emotional exactly, but just relationship building scenes between the characters. I would rather have that. Or like just faceless red shirts. Uh,. I, all, all in all, I I like this movie myself though. It's it's not that bad. There's not great. There's some not great things about it, but it's I like this movie fine, and I wish it came out more in line with stuff and not now. I think yeah. it doesn't do much to come out now. So I asked Danny. I was like, why do you think they did this? Um, why do you think they put it out so like Wait, so who, late? Who'd you ask? I asked my my significant other. I asked uh, him why why uh, they why he thinks that. That they did it so late, and he goes, because Captain Marvel was more important, and we needed to do a movie of Captain Marvel. And I was like, yep, that's very true. <laughs> and fuck that shit. This movie should have been Captain Marvel spot. <sighs> you're 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 pushing an envelope. I just can't. I just can't accept. Read. <laughs> what what the Captain Marvel was more important or better than this movie? It was it was more important. I will tell you that. Why? Because we need to fly through a ship and blow it up. And we, that's all she does in Endgame? We, well, she does save Tony Stark. Yeah, she's and she saved she saves Tony, she saves Nebula. Um she does blow up a fucking ship. Um a ship that they couldn't have blown up. You could have had all of that same stuff and introduce they could have just introduced her in Endgame, honestly. But yeah. Oh um, that, no, that would have been a cop out. Yeah. I, I think I think that Captain Marvel was more important than this Black Widow film. Ugh. Um, I'm I'm very curious on this uh this guy that they bought in though. Like uh I hate the fact that this person didn't have like story. Um Hold on, what what guy? What's Who? his what? name? Uh Mason. The character Mason. Who, Who he's was- the one He's the one that gets Natasha all the things. Oh, oh that guy. Yeah, okay. I like that guy. I like that yeah, guy. Yeah, I liked him. We never, like, we only saw him for those things. Like, what's his purpose? Like, what's he doing? Um, actually, I, I do want to, like, I want to explore that. But I also yeah. want to, 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 to weave that into the conversation about the stinger at the, at the end. Okay. Because I feel like. His character would be very useful wherever Yelena is going to be next. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Yeah. And, yeah. and maybe that is where he belongs at, or I say belongs. Maybe that's where he goes. When, once he realizes Black Widow's dead, she becomes his, he becomes her contact, her sister's contact. You know my sister helped me. Okay. <laughs> um so uh fun fact i'm looking at his uh his imdb and uh y- your boy played barack obama in a tv show that's coming out called first lady <laughs> nice that's yeah. wild <laughs> he played barack obama shout out oh. to this guy um so 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 yeah like having like this this shadowy arms dealer who who can just drop a fucking helicopter wherever you need it yeah a fucking quinjet it's like if you just give me yeah, more really. money and more time i will give you a quinjet how <laughs> yeah yeah like that's he that's pretty useful somebody, i'm sure <laughs> do you think he stole it <laughs> i I'd, I'd imagine he, he just gets in, i'd imagine he gets in touch with tony stark i mean why does he necessarily have to be underhanded about it he she can just probably ask him for it and give him money. Maybe I don't. Tony Stark doesn't own the Quinjet, does he? That's a that's a Shield thing. Yeah, it's a, it's I, definitely a Shield Quinjet. Okay, yeah, I, I guess it depends. Yeah, in this universe, it, it it's it's probably yeah, probably Shield. Yeah. It's in, also in the Quinjet she uses. Universe. It's also the Quinjet that she brings in the end game. That's the Quinjet that mm-hmm. they that they have. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Hmm. Look at that shit. Look at that. Just just oh. gluing shit together left and right. I, yeah. uh, wh- so where do we go from here? Where all we go this from glue. Here? Look at all this glue. Um. So uh, you talked about the uh, the stinger at the end. Mm-hmm. Um. So um, I actually took my mom to see Black Widow because she said I want I've been wanting to go to the movie theater for a long time. So I took her with me, and so the credit the credits start rolling, and she goes. What are you waiting on? And I was like, the post credit. And she was like, what about it? And I'm like, the post credit scene. I was like, there's a scene about it. And so I had to explain to my mom, like, oh, okay. So there's a thing that's been going on for the last 10 years where Marvel <laughs> has been putting post credit scenes to make people write, watch the credits to give people respect that has that has done other like the production of the film. That's how you give your respect is you watch the credits. And she was like, oh. Okay, and so we sit there and we watch this this post credit and like I'm losing my shit, and I'm like, oh my god, like she's gonna she's gonna sick her on Clint, like and so then we get up after the scene and my mom turns around and there's still a bunch of people in the theater. She was like, well I guess everybody waited for this shit, huh? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah mom, that's just what the culture is for these it's movies. It's been ten years, like you you don't go anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait and see the end credits. Like, I, her I, sicking, her sicking, uh, Yelena on Clint. on uh, on Clint. Great. It's, yeah. I, it's it's like it's it's great on paper. I feel like it's a bait and switch, like a real harsh bait bait and switch. Are, are you it thinking is. something like Watch halfway the through? Are, are you thinking something like halfway through? Or less, she puts it together that he didn't do it, and they go after some other villain or something. Yeah, yeah, that's Basically. what's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. that's definitely like, what's gonna or, happen. Or, 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 if they really want to go dark with it, it's not, it's absolutely not a bait and switch. And he and she brutally murders Clint, Clint, <laughs> and we have a new Hawkeye in and his daughter. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, when I think about it. 
I mean, how does he? Let's assume that Yelena doesn't have a relationship with Clint. Maybe she knows who he is, or she, she does know who he is. Right, because okay, but she doesn't know him, right? At least we don't know. We don't know that the audience. Right. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think she knows him. She has no I reason to know him. Yeah, I don't right. think she knows him, but I think she knows of him. I think mm. that she knows that her sister works with Clint, and I think right. that she. I don't think she knows how close of a relationship her and Clint has. Okay, so saying that that she only knows of him, but not who he is. How the fuck is he gonna exactly prove to her that I'm sorry, your sister killed herself for me to get a rock? That's <laughs> that's what I'm interested to see. Because he's not really gonna be able to just have evidence to show her that he's that he's telling the truth, other than it's just contrived and she believes in through X Y Z means. There's no evidence. Yeah, but but what evidence do they have to show that he killed her? Red Skull, maybe. I mean, she's dead, and this person told her. I mean, maybe that's she knows her sister's dead, but doesn't know why. And I mean, that's good enough for most revenge situations. It's like <laughs> the person you love is dead. Oh, this is who did it. And and then, and, and then some fucking random bystanders like they did it. <laughs> well, and, well, but to be fair though to that, actually, there is some credence to it because he goes to japan or wherever it was and he just murders he's killing all the dudes right so he definitely has some blood on his hands and a behavior pattern that might suggest it that he's and, been violent maybe and she shows him the picture of clint as ronin and not hawkeye oh see maybe that maybe there there's at least enough for for it to go forward that she thinks he did do it yeah it's it's gonna be a bait and switch. As I said, the the, the I the believe good, you, yeah. The I, good way to do right. this is to just have her murder Clint in like episode two of the Hawkeye show. I mean, are you calling are would, you calling that a bait and switch? No, I'm calling that the right thing to do. Okay. It'd what be all? it'd be a great way to get rid of like the original Avengers. Yeah. Then all yeah, like murder. All of them, all of them would be gone except, it, well, except Bruce and Thor. Yeah, Bruce and, and Thor and Cap too. Technically, I mean, he's yeah. gone, but he's not. He's, they're not like he's not dead that we know of. I mean, he's the new Avengers, and they're also creating the Young Avengers. So, who's the new Avengers? Uh, your ye boy Black Falcon. Uh, okay. Uh, who? Well, no, who? I'm sorry. Maybe I misheard you. Who are you saying created the new and young? So he's he's part of the new Avengers, and then there's also they're also creating the young Avengers. Okay. Oh, you're okay. I got you. So that, that would that that's where that Kate would, comes in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that yeah, would just she, like flatline the rest of like the original Avengers series. Oh, okay. I I see what you're saying. I, I thought you were saying they're like. If they kill Hawkeye, that's a that's a character dead. That's how you get rid of the old ones. Like Hawkeye's dead, Iron Man's dead. No, that's how that's how that's how you just end the the original story and move mm-hmm. on. Yeah, and then you don't have to pay Jeremy Renner anymore. <laughs> Which you is probably say why that. they didn't do it. <laughs> you say that like he was the most he's the most expensive one or some shit. Why do you keep saying it like that? They don't I have don't to know, pay man. Jeremy Renner anymore. He's not cheap. He's definitely not cheap, and Jeremy Renner is uh he is still part of the Mission Impossible team. Oh shit, he is. Yeah. He is part he is part of the Mission Impossible team. Um and like he has a really like great track record as far as like it comes to the, to the like the original um Avengers. 
Like we don't see Mark Ruffalo in a shit ton of movies. Uh, we definitely don't. We definitely <laughs> didn't see a bunch of like Robert Downey Jr. films, and we for sure didn't see like Chris Evans films. Um, like, dude, for the fact that like people that was that snow snow movie that he was in with like all the people on the train to snow like Piercer? Snowpiercer like was like almost an indie film. Like people had to go and search for this film, and like you got a, like an A list actor in it, and they're like. Oh, Snowpiercer was uh, in the theaters, and now it's on DVD. <laughs> and, like, it was so fast. Like, between who, who, who Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Like Chris Evans was in Snowpiercer. But, okay. like, as far as, like, the original or, original Avengers, the people mm-hmm. that had the biggest um, other movies was Jeremy Renner and, um, and, Hemsworth. and Hemsworth. That was it. Yep. Oh well. So he, he might he might be the most expensive of them. <laughs> okay, yeah, you frame it that way. That might be true in terms of that. I mean, Chris Evans did have the while not received super well. He did have Fantastic Four with him, but that was all before though. That was before. We're, we're talking. We're talking before. after the release of the. Oh, like, oh, so sign okay. sign your name on a contract, and they're like, all right, no more movies until this is over. Oh, okay. I see. Sorry, I got you. Uh, he knives out during. Well, I guess maybe that's still th- too far in the in the end of what y'all are talking about. What movie about. is it? Knives Out. Knives Out. He was, oh, that was, that was, that was good. That was post. That was post Endgame. Yeah, that was post yeah. Endgame. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Shit, like by by your metric, fucking Scarlett Johansson might be like the the second highest ranking. <laughs> right. <laughs> like actor, like actor who come came out of the the Avengers. Crazy. It's definitely not Robert Downey. Well, I don't know. Was he, Robert Downey Jr. not making just buttloads of money after a certain point of these MCU movies? Well, he did make the. Uh, uh, no, I mean those, just from he, these he, movies. I don't no, even mean we're, no, peripheral. We no, we're, we're we're only talking about peripheral stuff. But does it? Like, do they have to do it from peripheral? What if Robert Downey is making so much money just from MCU? That's why he's not doing peripheral. It might be. I mean, it, you know, that could be the case. But what we're talking about is when you step outside of the MCU, what type of like paycheck do you demand? OK. And I, uh, he did make both of those Sherlock Holmes movies. He he did. He did. Yeah, that is true. Those two came out. It, and he what, did that due date movie as well. Yeah, but that I don't remember that one being really good, it, if, he, I, if I recall. It's and, and the, the judge, I think, was another one too. Yeah, yeah. he did uh, Doolittle. Yeah, and, well, Doolittle was that. Doolittle was after, and it, and it did very little at the box office. Oh, okay, <laughs> sure did. All right, all right, man. <laughs> nice. So uh, I'll tell I'll tell you the the other things. So I have I have <laughs> them up here. The um the things that Chris Evans did while also doing MCU stuff was um. What's your number? That's right after. Um, he did a movie called The Iceman. He did Snowpiercer. He did Before You Go. Playing It Cool. And Gifted. Jesus. He, <laughs> has, are... the, he has the worst <laughs> fucking manager in Hollywood. He, they, that's, I mean, maybe uh, he that wanted was, to do those things. Maybe. Maybe. But I, so I do see your point. 
without knowing the specific numbers and what he's really making and between some of those movies. But Jeremy Renner probably, he at least probably has the better filmography outside of his MCU appearances. Yeah. Money aside, he probably has the better filmography overall. Yeah, I, I think he might. I, I mean, he he's got the Hurt Locker, because by all, by all accounts, that came out the same year as Iron Man, depending on where you want to say this slides in or not. And, like, that was a well, very well-received movie. Then the Mission Impossible stuff, like you guys already said. Are you, are you, he was also in a, in a Thor movie. Good. Oh, I didn't know that. Which um, one? What was the, it? The 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 Born Legacy. He oh was, yeah, he was. He was the main character. Oh. Um, are you fucking telling me that the the actor who played the Human Torch is in a movie called The Iceman? Yeah. Mm. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, guys, uh, we're 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 significantly off off for uh, sure. <laughs> off topic. Let's uh let's wrap this up. And what 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 final thoughts do you have on Black Widow? Reed, you first. Um, I think this movie really is fun, and I wish I wish it was put out earlier. I wish this was quote unquote the MCU's first female led movie. I I think this movie's overall better and fits into the overall story that was being told and she's one of the main avengers i i think she should have had a little more shine than she got so it's too bad she'll be she's gone though and i'm looking forward to how yelena pans out i really like that actress agreed alden um yelena yelena yay Mm -hmm. um um Yelena in Hawkeye, yay. Um, entertaining. And I don't care about the rest. <laughs> Just, thanks, thanks for being able to take up uh, two hours and a half of mine. It was great. So I'm, not ask, I'm not asking for it back, but, you know, <laughs> if, I could, if I could take it back, I mean, I would probably want half of my money. <laughs> like, you know, you get half of your time like just give me just give me half of my time of back that'd be great just give Damn. him half <laughs> well uh I'm, I'm kind of in line with both with both y'all like opinion wise uh, and and fuck you reed for actually getting me to talk to, to pit two two female characters against each other but you're absolutely right this was a better movie than captain marvel uh, he didn't but, say more important he said better film it's a better film Which it it's, is yeah um i'll infer what i want thank you i don't <laughs> think it like it, it definitely is not in the upper echelon of of marvel cinematic universe movies agreed um it's watchable uh it it, it doesn't connect as much as most of the mcu stuff I, I uh, bet money had this movie been made and put out all, just after Civil War, like where it fits in the timeline. I bet it would have connected better. So just, just as a fun thought yeah. experiment. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it just doesn't. There's there's not as many. You know, like every single 
MCU movie has like a, a, a stupid cameo from somebody. He's like, oh, look at this stores here. <laughs> this one didn't have any of that shit. Mm-hmm. So I like I feel like I could recommend this movie to my dad and he could watch it and not be like, am I missing something? Yeah, for the for the most part. Yeah, N- nothing yeah. important. Probably. Yeah, you know, that's he, what he, I did. My mom had yeah. no, she had no idea what was going on. Only thing I explained to her was the Sokovia Accords and what the Red Room was. That was it. Yeah, that yeah. probably is enough, I guess. Yeah, and and I think that's why it feels kind of weird because I'm so conditioned to think an MCU movie is is inextricably tied to every other MCU movie, and this one isn't. It's just kind of this lone wolf. Hanging out in you know 2021, going look at me, mm-hmm. and it's hey, Scarlett Johansson. So of course I'm gonna look at it. <laughs> that white suit though. That white suit though. Okay, uh, I know, I know that we're wrapping up. I I really appreciate Scarlett Johansson's like white suit and how it was like a Black Widow suit. It was very skin tight as it usually <laughs> is. And I couldn't help but be bothered at how Yelena's was so baggy. I, <laughs> I didn't bo- notice that. I don't it think. bothered me. <laughs> it I, bothered I'd, me. I'd be with you, I think. I may not have thought about it, but yeah. I'd, I'll, like, now, now I want to go see it again. I don't remember that. It's like, isn't your leg going to get caught on something? <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, once again, I'm not trying to be misogynistic. I could care less about like the way it looks. It just, it just look un, it just look unkept to me. <laughs> it just look really baggy. Now I want to go see this movie again. <laughs> Pay thirty dollars and watch it on Disney Plus. <laughs> <I, laughs> Who knows, but I, I don't know if $30 is worth it. I might show my fiancé the movie. Like, mm. it, <laughs> <laughs> none of the other characters should have been wearing a Black Widow suit just because there's no way they can live up to Scarlett Johansson. That's probably what it was. That, that's, what it, that's what it was. That's probably like, what it was. And as, you, as, you know what? As, By all means, go, go, go with that. <laughs> yeah, as, as, great, as great as Florence Pugh is... There are just certain aspects of her as a person that are not the same as Scarlett Johansson, and that's fine. We're we're yep. we're treading in dangerous territory. It's just it... vest thing is apparently a dice bullshit from Star Wars too that I didn't what? know about. Like the vest oh. that. <laughs> yeah. Like what the... is? So so in Star Wars they later explained the whole. They had the dice, right? In uh oh yeah, yeah 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 in, yeah. They have effectively they have a similar thing with the vest that Yelena has. And like then that's where Black Star Widow Joe has got it. Uh huh. Like I just happened to hear like somebody explain that as a thing. I'm like, what? What fucking vest are y'all talking about? I mean, I knew the vest they were talking about in the Black Widow movie, but I didn't remember Scar Joe having just some fucking give a shit about it vest in any other movie what now the part that the part that's gonna hurt yelena's feelings is it's it's on that planet (laughs) 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 like that bitch died with my vest on (laughs) (laughs) oh that's good like i i I have a theory raggedy bitch (laughs) (laughs) 
like I have a theory as to why her Yelena's clothes are all baggy. What's that? It's because ScarJo's clothes were made in America. That's very true. And Yelena's were made in Russia. And in 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 Mother Russia, clothes wear you. <laughs> but oh yeah, okay. Well, she at that point she was also no longer a widow. Okay, yeah, yeah. You might you might be right. Maybe that's yeah. true. Yeah, maybe it's something like that. Maybe it's a uniform thing of sorts. Uh, you might be right. Yeah. Speak and, and 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 like my theory behind why uh, Natasha no longer has her her Russian accent. Mm-hmm. Is symbolic, like when when she became a, a U.S. operative, she dropped her accent because she was no longer Russian. It, it was like denouncing her homeland. Ah. Uh. Well, and apparently, like I, I, this is kind of something that I wish they would have covered a little more because I, I was about to say one thing, but then I thought I talked myself out of it very quickly. When you see her as a little kid in the beginning of the movie, she is speaking Russian. But she has a Russian accent. But then I guess the Red Room is that in is the Red Room itself in Russia? Do we know? The Red Room was in Russia. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess it still is just the contrivance that that Sergio is talking about. She just unlearned the fuck out of her accent, out of her Russian accent, where no, where her family didn't do that. I don't know how plausible or not that actually is. I I don't know anything about that stuff. Well, I'm glad we got to talk about this, guys. This has been fun. Agree. Oh, R.I.P. Black Widow. I mean, this was fun. Thank, 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 thank you guys for uh, uh, inviting me back. Um, even though I thought it was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. So, thanks so much for joining us, Alden and Sergio. Thanks as always for putting this together and doing all the work that you do. Wait, wait. Are you hosting this or am I hosting this? I don't know. I'm just you're not saying anything, so I'm I'm doing what I got to do here. You go ahead, hear the reins. Go ahead. I was Any, I was gonna say, hey, does anyone have anything to plug? All uh, of them? I've I hear Dead Scene Kids might be making a resurgence. That's definitely a that's definitely a true statement. Reed. Hey, Dead Scene Kids is us. We're we're still we're still a thing. Like I hey. said, just just had some stuff going on. Um, and it just hasn't stopped. Um, Yay. When, when it rains, it pours. Uh, mm. But yeah, we're we're still doing the thing. Um, I, I absolutely miss podcasting with my best friend. Um, but and like I said, we just got some we just got some things going on, which is why I appreciate that uh, I'm invited to uh, do some stuff with um, Reality Breach. So. We uh, listen to Dead Scene Kids. You have time to catch up on all of our ridiculousness. Um, not the TV show because it's probably on currently. No matter what time you're listening to this, yeah. <laughs> um, yes. you have time to you have time to go and catch up on all of the things that we've said. Uh, but um, also, you can check me out on Instagram. Uh, I have two Instagrams now. Uh, a personal one, uh, if you want to see me be gay. Uh, and pansexual and all of those things and uh, you can find that at Alden's Manor which is also my Twitter and you can find my photography page at Alden Kirkland yay yay for the gay <laughs> yay for the gay <laughs> Reed what, what would you like to plug um my butthole 
thought we did this. <sighs> you did this already. I really thought you did this already. <sighs> if you guys get a chance, you can listen to Debriefing and Cocktails, a reality breached spinoff podcast where we talk about James Bond. And we're having so much fun over there. Maybe it's just us, but hopefully you can come and listen to us. Everyone's invited. Everyone's invited. Mm-hmm. Well, I thank everyone for making it this far. Uh, tune in next time. It'll probably be about Loki, because Loki should drop in a couple hours yeah. of, of this recording. So. What is it, Wednesday? <gasps> yes, it is. It's yeah. so close. So close. It's so uh, close. We should screen. Next time. We should screen watch it together. Oh no 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 no. Why? Why no. are you this way? No. <sighs> <laughs> Tune in next time. I'm Sergio. That's Reed. That's Alden. Get the ransom. Shoot the hostage. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Reality Breached. Be sure to check out our other great shows like the Black Pocket Podcast, Shellheads, and Dead Scene Kids. All available on realitybreached.com. Climb aboard for adventure. Your traveling companions are fellow fans of Doctor Who. That's right. It's the podcast Discussing Who. Exploring the worlds of Doctor Who, past, present, and future. Find out more at DiscussingWho.com.